0: live podcast in person so we're going to do uh underrated or overrated a little bit of a hot take so we're going to take these quarterbacks <laughs> We're going to talk about these quarterbacks and see if they're underrated or overrated and y'all already know who we're probably going to be talking about because it wouldn't be a hot take without these guys specifically so let, let, let's start though with josh allen
1: yes okay i, I can deal with that I'll, josh go with, allen.
0: I'll go with you first cam underrated or overrated
1: i'll say underrated you know, obviously, like, his first two years weren't the greatest. Third year, he was all right, but he got better as the season progressed. Or the years progressed, my bad. Um, and since he has the true number one wide receiver, Josh Allen, he's killing it. You can't, you can't just sit there and say, oh, he's had one good year. Stephon Diggs carrying the team. No. That's what happens when you have a true receiver on your team. Your quarterback can fucking put up numbers. And he can have more trust to fucking throw the ball instead of just doing, like, dink and dunks. I mean, John Brown, he's good, but he's not a number one guy.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, they got good receivers.
1: Good team. They definitely
0: got good receivers. Before, they had a lot of good receivers, though. I mean, Josh Allen, you know, he was good still, you know, but I feel like since they've, like, given him all these weapons, you know, he's got John Brown, Stefan Diggs, Cole Beasley, you know, all these other guys. Um, I don't think he's necessarily, like, overrated, But I definitely think that he's not as good as a lot of people have been thinking he is. I know this year, you know, he's really been standing out. He's improved his throwing, and, you know, he's got better weapons. Uh, But the Dolphins are creeping up, too. They're about to be a really good organization. The Patriots are not just going to lay around anymore and, you know, sign Cam Newton. So this division is going to get tough, and I don't know if the Bills are going to be able to keep up. You know, I think they'll still be able to make the playoffs cuz they got a great head coach. They got a good offensive coordinator. They got good players. Um I don't think he's on un- I think he's kind of in the middle for me because I want to see I know he's good and so I want to see more. I want to see what's going to happen next year if, if all the if the divisions are going to be tougher and if he's going to be able to, you know, stay at the top of the mountain or if he's going to be in the middle <clears throat> with everybody.
1: I think I think he could be a top 5 QB one day. That won't be just after this season because you know you need to prove yourself a little bit more. I mean, Mahomes a little different. I mean, he put up very impressive numbers for a guy who started like his first whole season.
0: Yeah, no, Josh Allen has been doing good since he came in the league. I'm not saying like for everybody I mean, he who was, was saying... questionable
1: his rookie year, very questionable. He, he didn't. He did he play like the whole?
0: Did he play the whole season? He that, played, was he a starter?
1: He he was for like most of the season. But I know Tyrod Taylor played a little bit, and then Josh Allen was playing. He played at least half the season, but like his touchdown interception ratio was not good. He wasn't even looking good. Like he could run and shit, but like other than that, he wasn't look like he could throw. And they were looking at him as a bust. But then as time went on, he uh, steadily improved. And then now this year, it's like MVP candidate. Possibly.
0: Yeah, a lot of people are saying he should be the winner. Actually, even though I think majority of people who I talk to would say Rogers or Mahomes. I,
1: I think first. Rogers deserves it. I mean, Rogers does deserve it this year. Dude, like, who else could you trust? In, like... Josh Allen
0: has way more weapons than, than Aaron Rodgers does. Yeah, he just has
1: Adam. I mean, but well, he... Robert
0: Tonyan has stepped up. He's been he's been pretty good. Even though I think he's a rookie or he might be a second year guy. I'm not sure. But Robert Tonyan, he's a tight end.
1: Uh, see, I haven't been. Paying He's attention. been making some noise. Hmm. I know they have um, Adams. They have uh, like, Alan Laz- they they have Lazard.
0: Allen Lazard. He's see, the only up. reason I He's know, man, majority of the reason I know most of these guys is because of my cousin. He's a Packers fan. But honestly, though, like when I when I, he tells me these names and I watch them in the highlight videos and stuff, they actually do like some good stuff. So. Low key, he's got a good receiving core, but he's got nothing like the Bills do. Oh
1: yeah, I mean Lazard probably a good depth player, but well, starting guy the He's next a good year. slot. He's a rookie, right? He's Lazard, rookie. I'm not or sure. He's a second year guy. I am not sure. Hmm. All right, but so, uh, let's
0: move on now then. Wait, since so kinda... what's our
1: overall agreement about Josh Allen?
0: He's in the middle for me. I don't think he's underrated, but I don't also think that he's well overrated. Like I don't think he's been. I can't think that he I don't think he you can say he's overrated just yet.
1: All but right. he's
0: also not underrated.
1: We'll see how he plays next season then. Okay.
0: Alright, how about uh let's go Jared Goff.
1: I think he's overrated. Explain. Alright, so in my defense, he's got a great team and a great coach. But Jared Goff, like, he's he could be very inconsistent at times. I see him as just like your average QB. I mean he's not terrible. But like, if you if you had to have him carry the team, he wouldn't be able to do that shit because they rely on a run game that switches over to like short passing. That they they do a whole West Coast system. Like Josh Allen, you'll see his touch. Like when he has to extend the ball a little bit down the field, it's questionable sometimes. I mean, his the offense isn't as explosive as it once was, but uh, that's what happens when you lose like a Todd Gurley type player and Brandon Cooks. I mean, team has gone downhill since the Super Bowl. But offensive wise, that they've gone downhill. I mean, they have the emergence of Cam Akers, but see, but he you know got banged up towards the end. But I can see the Rams being good with Jared Goff next year. But I want to see Jared Goff actually like step up. But I mean, like he'll put up numbers, but like he didn't do much last season. He had like that one real good year when they went to the Super Bowl, but like. Besides that, like, I don't really hear about Jared Goff too much. He's kind of, like, in the middle of the pack when it comes to, like, stats. So I'm going to say overrated. He shouldn't have got that big of a contract.
0: Yeah, I'm going to say he's underrated because... Uh, I'm not looking at you. let's, Let's be real here, though. We're talking about a guy who was just in the Super Bowl, like, two years ago and it's not just because of coaching. He was a good quarterback. He was I'm pretty sure he was an MVP candidate that year. Obviously, anybody whose team was that good, he's in the conversation somewhere. Not saying that he should have been, but he's definitely in that conversation. They went 13 and 3, I believe that year. They were the number 1 seed. I'm I believe. This is all just but let's let's be real though. They did go to the Super Bowl even though they didn't really do much in that Super Bowl. He he still got himself to the Super Bowl. He still had a good postseason performance. Uh, he's only been in the league for this is what his like fifth season, fifth or sixth season now. This is his fifth year. So yeah, this is his fifth season. He's already been to a Super Bowl. They've made the playoffs. I'm pretty sure like two of, at least two seasons since he's been with the team, and you know he's low key got like one of the most underrated receiving cores this year. All right. And they should be better. He should be playing better. But overall, like over these past few seasons, you got to say he's underrated. I got to say he's underrated, man. So do you
1: want to hear his stats for this season? Sure.
0: Hit me with some. So For this season.
1: Yes. 20 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, uh, 3,952 passing yards, and a QBR of 58.6. And that's uh, 22nd in the league.
0: Like I said, he should be better this year. He's got one of the most underrated receiving cores. He should be... I mean, he's almost got four thousand passing yards. But like like I said though, like he he he's been to a Super Bowl already. He knows how to play in the po he knows how to win in the postseason. There's a lot of quarterbacks. One that we're gonna talk about, two that we're gonna talk about soon that haven't done that yet. Last year, he had a touchdown interception ratio, what, twenty-two to sixteen. He usually throws a decent amount of interceptions, mainly because uh-huh. he just, you know, he's it's just always, like, if you go and look at all of his stats, like, every year, like, every year he's got a decent amount of interceptions. Like, he's always flinging that football.
1: Shit, even his Super Bowl year, it wasn't even, hold on. My That's pass, what I'm saying, He he's out.
0: always, he's always just flinging that shit, like, so, like, you know, he's, he was kind of like Jameis, he's kind of like Jameis Winston, I, but better. But. Like, but way better.
1: So. Jared Goff, right. All right, so that Super Bowl year, he he had 4,688 passing yards. Pretty great. 32 touchdowns. Okay, 12 picks.
0: Like I said, there was a decent amount of interceptions every year.
1: But, like, could you say there was Todd Gurley carrying that team, though? No.
0: I mean, Todd Gurley is really good, but you can't say it's just the run game. Like, that passing game was pretty dominant the Super Bowl year also.
1: Yeah, but I just think Jared Goff's too inconsistent. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock him and say he doesn't deserve to start because he does. But like, there could be there's plenty of room for improvement. I just think he's overrated.
0: I mean they they have a winning record every year with but with Goff, they have the,
1: but they have the number one ranked defense right now.
0: That is true. They have really good defensive players, and they just Chandler keep adding. Ramsey, Aaron Donald. But every great defense can't just get there without their offense having some sort of spark. Like, if your offense is super trash, your defense cannot you know, they have get enough, you. They
1: have enough weapons to keep them going. I like the little trio of running backs they use, but...
0: Are we talking about the Rams still? Yeah.
1: yeah. They got... Because
0: Cam Akers, like you were saying, Cam they Akers, he off. stepped up big time after yeah. they got rid of Gurley. Yeah.
1: I mean, unfortunately... For, like, my fantasy uh, use, uh, they didn't use him until, like, like towards the end of the season. I mean, that helped me out in my playoffs a little bit, but um, he he wasn't used enough, but they had uh, Brown and Henderson, whatever his name was, going off, so, I mean, that's one little reason why they didn't use him, but they had, like, they they can get a running game going, dude. I want to see, like, if Cam Akers can prove himself to be a number one, like, running back, that team could be a little... uh. A little threat again, offensively. I, will, I mean, their their offense doesn't scare me, though. <clears throat> the defense does.
0: I will say this, though. If the Rams make it into the playoffs this year, they they will win a playoff game, at least one. They'll shock, they'll shock us and win a playoff game.
1: God. Not with those uniforms.
0: Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I think I know where we stand on Jared Goff. You think he's overrated. I think he's a little underrated. Yeah. All right. This is where it gets interesting because now we're moving into the hotter takes. Let's so, let's Lamar. do – you want to start with – all right, fine. Let's go Lamar Jackson. Obviously, you guys know I'm a Ravens fan. Um, I think we know we're on different sides on this. You want to go first or should I go first?
1: I'll, I'll let you – this is your guy, so I'll let you talk first.
0: Obviously, I think he's underrated because he's got a lot of haters. He's got a whole bunch of haters. I'm sitting next to one right now.
1: I'm not. Who said I was a hater? You know what? I'm not looking at
0: you. You, you kind of hate a little bit. I'm not looking at but, you. But, so, yes, I do think he's underrated. It's not just because he's on my team. I also, I just think this because he's a really good athlete. Like, a really tremendous athlete. Like, he's got to be one of the best rushing quarterbacks of all time. Like, he'll he'll surpass Michael Vick at some point. He's Almost going to have back-to-back 1,000-yard <clears throat> rushing seasons, which is crazy to think about. He's already got over 900 right now, but there's still one more game to go. Um, A lot of people say that he can't throw, and I know that when he first came into the league, he was not the best. I already know this because I experienced seeing it his rookie year. First of all, he came in when we were 4-5, and five, and even though he wasn't throwing that good, he got us to the playoffs. Yeah. So... That's pretty good. Even as a rookie quarterback, like even though you're not that good at passing, like you're you're more you were more brought in to like possibly take over the team, but like use you on like gadget plays like, oh, we're going to look like we're going to pass, but we're running it with you type stuff. But he, he evolved to so much more and he's actually proven that he can throw better than people thought, because let's be real. You can't say that this guy is overrated like I know you are. But in his second year, his first full year as a starter, even though you're going to make the argument that teams weren't prepared for him, they went 14-2, and and he won the league MVP. And he wasn't just—he did do that, you know, breaking the single-season rush record, but he also did that throwing the most touchdown passes than any other quarterback that year. Like, that's crazy to think about. Like, not only did he break the single-season rush record— but he also led the league in touchdown passes and only had six interceptions. So he's not only just throwing the ball good, but he's not making bad decisions. Now, this year could be better. We were having a little bit of a slow start. We were Actually, we were looking good, and then we kind of had like the middle of the season. We started to hiccup. Uh, Lamar even admitted that he didn't think that he was ready to lead this team and be the guy that they wanted him to be. All this other stuff. Um... So I think that during the middle of the year, you know, the torrential downpour in New England is one game that I highlight where we could have won that game. Just some stuff didn't go our way. Play calling was a little bit of an issue. So um, that game really set everything up. Like, because then we started playing poorly against the Titans, and then we started losing guys to COVID. That didn't help us out. I feel like if Lamar hadn't gotten COVID and we could have played the Steelers, We could have won that game. We almost won with our third string guys. So there's a lot of factors that went into that also. But Lamar has been the biggest reason that the Ravens have been successful the last few years. Like, let's be real. Like, I was surprised Flacco won us a Super Bowl.
1: You had that defense, though. We did have a
0: good defense, but look at what Lamar's doing without that crazy of a defense. Like, if Lamar had Ray Lewis and Ed Reed right now, dude, that would have been crazy. Like, it's crazy to think about.
1: Marcus Peters, I've been one like that'd be bigger than a Legion of Boom.
0: That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, so I understand that our defense has been great, like. For, like, for since, like, 2000, really. Like, since 2000, our defense every year has been really good. Even this year and last year, like, the defense has been doing really good, despite losing all those all-star guys that we had
1: before. Fun but, fact. Go ahead. So, and I just, I didn't even actually know this. I know this is about Lamar, but one of his stats against Kansas City this year, these are just his passing stats. Like, it just it's, right now it's just showing me his yards and touchdown. He only had 97 yards and a touchdown.
0: Yeah, we didn't play. Uh, we didn't play too good against the Chiefs this year. In the past, like his first meeting against the Chiefs, we only lost by a touchdown. Lamar had us pulled us back into that game near the end, but the Chiefs' offense has just been too dominant the last few years. Like they just like it's it's really hard to like close against them.
1: I'll say this though: like if I'm looking at his passing stats from last year, if he if he didn't have a thousand yards rushing. He would not have been MVP.
0: Well, he led the league in touchdown passes. Yeah,
1: but it was only 36. Right. But, like... Yeah, yeah. 36 for six, that's not a bad ratio at all. But I'm just saying, like, the 3,000 yards throwing, that's... That would have been, like, non MVP talk. But, like, his, his ability to sprint, though, that that gave him the credit for the MVP. Because he could run, it and, like, he was putting up pretty good touchdown-interception ratio.
0: And, you know, he hasn't really been fully th- like he hasn't really been developed the right like way like most quarterbacks go through like because you know they have just been telling him to go out there and be him because honestly his skill set is just you know it's all it's so broad that they just you know they build the game around him so um it's so you have to factor in the running because that's part of his talent like yeah. it's basically like Michael very, Vick like when he was yeah. throwing very athletic so, right. yeah, he's underrated.
1: Yeah, underrated. All right, so I'm I'm going to say this because I'm not a hater. I think Lamar Jackson is overrated as a QB but underappreciated as a player. I, I I think that's
0: wrong, though. I feel like people do appreciate him as a player because they know all around he's a good player, but everybody well, does saying, dishonor all the as hate, a quarterback. With
1: all the hate. I mean, yes, I give him a little shit, but that's just him being a quarterback in general. I think... When you see him in games, when he can't run around and he's contained, he struggles, and it has been proven with him in the playoffs. And that's a big hump right there. Like the Titans, they shut down his run game. And the only time he started running around was towards the end of the game when they just played soft coverage and soft defense. But other than that, like his completion percentages were down. Like I'd rather look like look like fucking Mark Sanchez type stats. That's saying something, but. I mean I love him as an athlete, I th- especially on Madden, motherfucker be fast as shit. But as a quarterback in general, no. I if he if he wasn't fast, if he was not fast at all, and let's say he's like your average QB speed, like, you know, might take off once in a while, he wouldn't be that nice. He would have like a solid backup quarterback type place in the NFL. But because he's, like, fast as fuck and looking like we got the modern-day Michael Vick. Like, that makes him that type of player where teams have to game plan. So I, I give him the appreciation as a player. But as a QB, I think he's overrated. Because his stats, I mean, yeah, you know, you look at it, touchdown ratios and all that. But you got to account for him running, though. Like I said, like, if he wasn't running, dude, and everyone's covering all of his fucking receivers and shit, dude, he's he can't place that ball where it needs to be. But because he can run, they got to fucking have people drop down by the line of scrimmage just to help contain Jackson and that fucking monster of a run game they got. But when you can contain that run game and you got to make him throw it, he's booty hole, Gorilla. He is booty hole. Back up QB.
0: I'm not looking at you... See, despite not having the proper development yet, he still has improved so much since coming into this league as a passer. Like, if you look at the last couple games this year... I give you that. He has improved. If you look at the last couple games this year where people were saying, like, oh, he can't finish the game, or he can't consistently play this way through the whole game... The Browns game is a perfect example of Lamar finally showing like he can step up and do that because despite it not being crazy, if he was four for four for like 35, 39 yards, somewhere, somewhere in that range, he got them into field goal range with the game tied. And he came back and helped this team who was struggling after he left the game. He came back, he said he had cramps, everybody's saying he had to poop. We all know about that, <laughs> but <laughs> well, basically, but basically, once he w- during that whole game he was killing it, and then he left. The Browns caught back up. We were up by two touchdowns. They came back. Lamar came back into the game on a crucial fourth and five, and made the touchdown pass. And then he also at the end of the game came through with that four for four thirty something yard drive that got us in the field goal range to take the lead and win the game. So. He's he's showing that he can start doing stuff like that. I know he just started to prove that this year, but I think him going through that little bumpy road during the middle of the season, right before he got COVID and all this stuff, I think he needed that. I think he really need really needed to like prove that he can come out of that show and like do this for the team. Like we were six and five, and now we control our own destiny going into the playoffs, and we could be eleven and five. And I know you're looking at me like that. I'm not looking at you, but here's. I'm going to let you finish here with this one because I've already said everything I want to say, but I'm going to end it with this. If Baker and Lamar both make the playoffs, we're going to have to see what goes down. And on our next episode, we're going to definitely have to talk about it because that right there is what is going to end up stopping this conversation that we're having about Lamar and Baker.
1: (laughs) He'd be so mad if Baker won before Lamar. And and being his first time in the playoffs, I'd be like, I told you, I'm not looking at you. Well,
0: to be fair, though, Baker does have better weapons to work with in his first postseason performance.
1: Oh, I don't want to hear that shit. They don't got no defense right now. Everyone's fucking hurt or been on COVID all year. All right,
0: well, so I'm going to let you finish here. I definitely say Lamar is underrated, even as a quarterback. I think he's definitely stepped up.
1: I've said what I've had to say about Lamar right now. I'm going to say all this. It All right, post-season.
0: All right. well, with that said, then, since I brought up the other guy, let's go into Baker Mayfield. I'll let you go first this time.
1: Underrated, underrated. Over, now he's, <laughs> he's overrated when it comes to Hulu. <laughs> but besides a player, I think he's underrated. I mean, this year, when I was saying an earlier podcast, I felt like Odell Beckham was the problem. And as soon as Odell left, with the injuries, he unfortunately had to have Baker fucking uh, ex excluding the run game. Baker Mayfield was putting up numbers. Yes, they did lose the game against the Ravens. But Lam- Lamar and Baker Mayfield going head-to-head like that, that was an explosive game. I loved it. I did like Baker Mayfield fucking just putting numbers up because I was always thinking to myself. I was like, I wonder, if, I wonder if Gorilla's looking at this thinking of me right now. Baker touchdown. I'm, really like, I'm not looking at you. Well, to of. be
0: fair, that game had nine rushing touchdowns. Lamar and Baker didn't really do much on their parts.
1: But they, uh, did, but they did do their Baker things. Put up, Baker he did put do up two dark.
0: touchdown passes with an interception, and Lamar had one touchdown pass, but no picks. But like I said, though, like the run, the running games were the big part of that game, though. But yes, Baker and Lamar did have good games. And they were both the reason why their teams were in it at the end. I agree with you on that.
1: Look, Baker Mayfield is underrated, man. I'm telling you. Every touchdown he gets, that's just Hulu Live Sports in your head right there, right?
0: Well, yeah. When you have more commercials than wins, it's hard to like not put that in your well, head. Well, you
1: know, man. he's been dealing with the fucking the joke of a Browns organization. And then the, they, they finally have a winning season. First time since the Patriots missed the playoffs. Actually, I lie. I think they either went, missed the playoffs. No, it was oh seven. 7 so the Patriots were undefeated. Patriots, defeated. yeah,
0: 2008 was the last
1: yeah, time so that they were They were undefeated, I believe. I think that's when... It was in that time range, but they went 10-6. They had Derek Anderson as their QB, I believe. Went 10-6 and just missed the playoffs. And then, you know, they didn't do shit. You know, they had, like, that one good year. It's like, well, look at the Jaguars. But, Baker Mayfield, Underrated. I think he is going to be a top 10 QB within the next two seasons. I feel like he could be the guy, and then I feel like he could settle my conversation against Gorilla over here about why Baker's better than Lamar. Okay. I'm not looking at you.
0: Obviously, I think that he's overrated. But when I said earlier that he had, when, he, when he has more commercials than wins, that I don't see him as that guy who is like, oh, yeah, I got more commercials than wins type guy. Like, he's definitely matured from his rookie year. He definitely had an attitude problem and thought that he was all this and that at the time when he hadn't even proved it, really. So, but I do think that he's overrated because I don't think that he's – I mean, yes, he's got – like, this is the first time he's had a good head coach. Like, he's dealt with three or four different head coaches since he's been on the team. And, you know, Kevin Stefanski is kind of, like, the first, like, pretty good head coach. But, like, you know, Baker's rookie year, you know, the ba- the Browns had a chance to, like, to stop the Ravens from going to the postseason. They were, like, I think they finished with, like, a 7-8-1 no. record or something like that. Yes. Yeah, they were, like, 7-8-1. and one. So, like, that year, like, everybody was like, oh, shoot, we didn't think the Browns were going to win, like, this many games. They won, like, seven games, and they almost cost the Ravens their trip to the postseason if it wasn't for a C.J. Mosley interception.
1: Yeah, I mean... So,
0: it's, like... So, it's, like, it's not that Baker hasn't been... hasn't shown that he's got talent with these past bad coaches, but, like, this is the first time getting a really good head coach with offensive experience. He's got weapons around him a lot more than he's been with in the past. I just think that if you take away all of that, you know, and Baker's just not that not as good as people think he thinks he is, and like, and also like if you think about it, like the game, most of the games this year where Baker's had to throw like a lot, like more than twenty five times, they don't win those games. Like the, the games where their run game is dominant and Baker can you know do the situational passing, get him get himself a touchdown or two that's where they that's where they succeed, but if Baker's got to take time in the pocket and throw and the run game doesn't get going Baker can't give this get this team get this team to win, and also you saw like on in the Jets game with the quarterback sneaks like you cannot fumble the ball like that and do it, and he's done it multiple times this year on qB sneaks, so like you gotta hold on to the ball
1: he knows that i mean unfortunately it's- because of a fucking rule in the nfl when it's the fourth quarter and it's under two minutes. If there's a fumble, no other player but the player that fumbled it can advance the ball. That's what happened. Kareem Hunt recovered it and technically got a first down, but or whatever it was. Still, you got to hold but on to that, that rule. Yes, yes, yes. Ball security. If yes. he
0: does not hold, if he does not fumble that ball, that doesn't end up being a thing, right? So, no. so in the games where they've relied on Baker more than they needed to they kind of struggle some. Mm. So right and they're going to make the they will probably make the playoffs. They haven't made it yet, but they have but they have a strong possibility to make the playoffs. I don't think they win a playoff game if they go. It depends on who they play in all honesty. Now, I, now I don't the only team that I think that they can beat in the in the playoffs right now is the Titans. Every other team that they have that they would have to meet in the playoffs which is they have that right now who's clinched is the Chiefs Bills Steelers and that's that's all who's clinched right now but yeah. the Titans
1: will most likely go in so out of the four teams that are fighting for the last playoff spots one of them is going to get kicked out and that's going to probably be Miami Ravens, Ravens
0: be- Browns and Colts, and Colts. And now, the
1: Ravens would
0: be the ones to choke. Nah, dude, it's not it's gonna, gonna be... happen.
1: I'm like, I'm not. I don't think
0: it, that's dude. gonna happen at all. But that's not what we're talking about. Bottom line is, you think Baker's underrated.
1: Yeah, I
0: think he's overrated. God,
1: it's because of it his Hulu commercials.
0: It's not. I've like I said before, he's definitely matured from the guy who's been like, oh yeah, look at all my commercials, and like, I think I'm all this and that. Like, he's definitely matured from that. But he's still got a lot to prove. They haven't even thought about picking up the fifth year option yet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They're still testing the waters with him, so think about that too.
1: Lamar. I mean, not Lamar. Baker is the future for the Browns. I'm
0: That's still you. something that we got to see. I'm telling
1: you, it's going to happen. It's still
0: something we got to see, but see we'll now, find out. Baker we'll...
1: Mayfield and the Browns win the first, first Super Bowl for Cleveland.
0: All right. <laughs> By the way, oh, well, Noel. Well.
1: Oh, well, Noel, well. I'm not looking at you. I don't <sighs> All care. All right.
0: Our last quarterback to talk about. Good old Carson Wentz.
1: Underrated. The backup. Underrated. For the Philadelphia
0: Eagles. Underrated
1: and overrated.
0: <laughs> Cam, we'll start with you.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm glad we decided to do that. All right, so look. Yes, this season has been atrocious for Wentz, but you have to account for the whole team right now. The whole team's a shit show. There's no offensive line. They're all fucking hurt. We only have a true number one wide receiver. I mean I like Folgum but they don't fucking use him for some reason. They keep putting <laughs> Jeffrey in there. Rager's nice, but isn't
0: that crazy to say like Alshon Jeffrey is on the field and you're more worried about a practice squad guy no. who was elevated last year getting more
1: No, catches? I I want Folgum. That's what I'm saying. saying. Folgum is I, the practice no, I, squad I want, guy that
0: came up, right? Yeah,
1: and I want him to keep playing. He he was the first Eagles player since TO to have like fucking like th- uh, three games of like 100 yards and like a touchdown or some shit like that. I mean, he
0: also was being the only target, also.
1: That's because he was the only one getting fucking open. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) But, I mean, our offense is so inconsistent, and bad play calling. Like, I've never seen Wentz struggle like this, and I've been watching him for five years now. All right. Uh, We have... I don't even think he's... Even, like, in the Super Bowl year, we still never had, really, a true number one wide receiver. I mean, yes, Jeffrey was doing his thing, but... He wasn't putting up fucking crazy-ass stats. Last time we had a 1,000-yard wide receiver was J-Mac, and that was in the fucking Chip Kelly era before he got rid of him. And then last time we had an overall 1,000-yard receiver was Zach Ertz, but, I mean, he was the only one catching the fucking ball, so, I don't mean, I don't blame Wentz for only throwing it to him when I mean, you have players dropping the ball left and right. But, yeah, but, you know, that's Wentz's fault, right? <laughs> He has He's the most sacked QB this year. And yeah, Jalen Hurts had one good game against the fucking Saints. whoop de doo And a decent game against the Cardinals. Other than that, he was getting sacked in the Cardinals game. As you could tell, even though he's quick, he couldn't get out of that shit. He was still getting fucking hit. But Wentz is overhated and underrated. The man had an MVP season and then tore his ACL, unfortunately. The man will bounce back next year and he will prove all the haters wrong. And that's, I'm just gonna leave it at that because I've, I've been running my mouth about this shit all fucking year on this podcast. <laughs> all right.
0: <sighs> this is another guy who I'm in the middle of right now because I don't think that he's completely overrated yet. Because, not saying that he will become overrated but there's a but but he's on that cliff like I've been like I've said before in the past Carson Wentz is on the edge of this cliff right now and he still has time to save himself from falling but he needs I think him not playing the rest of this year for the Eagles was a good like take a step back, breathe, look at what you did this year. Yeah, and it you made a lot of mistakes this year more than you have before. You need to like
1: I mean take it, a step back it and also look at it also gives him a break too. I mean the man's been fucking hit fifty times.
0: Well, I mean for Joe Burrow, I mean we saw how, you know, he was on pace to take the most sacks ever in a season. Yeah. And then we saw what well, that happened. He tore his ACL, he was done for the year. He mm-hmm. just took too much damage. That's another conversation that we could have for another podcast. But so
1: I mean fortunately for Wens he didn't get killed out there yet. But
0: But I think taking him out when the, I think they should have taken him out a little earlier because I think the way Jalen Hurts was playing the first two games, he could have played like that earlier as well, I think that if they had started him maybe two weeks prior, the Eagles could still be in playoff contention right now. No. Maybe.
1: I I don't even want to make the playoffs. Because so the I'm last couple because it. the
0: last two games where Wentz was playing, he was not playing good football and everybody just kept asking Peterson, is Wentz still gonna play this week? Yeah. You know? It's but like
1: look, Wentz Wentz is in a system right now where it doesn't even fit his fucking style of play. Like so when you see Jalen Hurts running out the pocket and shit, like like purposely designed plays for him rolling out the pocket, that's shit Wentz does. That's the shit that makes Wentz fucking excel. He's not a pocket QB, but he can move out the pocket. Like if you put But him... he's
0: also not as mobile anymore, so he can't really roll out the pocket like Hertz can. But they
1: don't they don't even give him the chance. And, he, and half the time when he gets the ball, he gets fucking sacked. He did not even... Like, all right, so half of... All, right, all of his sacks that he has, I'll say about... Let's see, I would like 50-something 50 50 of them. I'll probably say about... Six of the sacks, six to ten of the sacks are because of him holding it too long. But like, I don't blame him because he's not trying to turn the fucking ball over. But I mean, he gets, he tries to do too much sometimes with the, with the as shitty as the team we have right now. I understand him trying to carry the team and win it, but like, look, you can't, this isn't like basketball where one player can really just carry the whole fucking team. Like, this is big ass motherfuckers that are going to kill you. You can make you can have one player change the game, but they can't win it for you. Wentz, Wentz has done his part. I mean, yes, he's had his fuck-ups in games, but he has also come back in big games against the top teams in the league.
0: And he was an MVP caliber guy just yeah. a few seasons ago. That's why I'm not willing to just say that he's completely
1: overrated yet. Yeah, he has a Pro Bowl under his name. He does have an MVP runner on his name. If he didn't tear his he didn't ACL... He win the
0: MVP, but he know, was but he in he the, was the conversation. Runner he was a runner up for that.
1: But if he didn't tear his ACL, he obviously would have won it.
0: But do you think that you guys would have still made the Super Bowl?
1: Yeah, I think we would have. Because the way the team was playing, the way everybody... Dude, the team was the most hyped team since, like, the Andy Reid era that year. That team was all, like... I mean, they were dancing with each other. They were laughing on the sidelines. They were having fun on the, in the field and shit. Like, that team was different. And, like... I've been an Eagles fan since the 2008 season when I could actually understand football. And that team was the most exciting team I've watched, like just players' emotion-wise, since the Andy Reid, Donovan, McNabb era. It's been a while. It's been 10 years since that. Actually, what? 11 years?
0: I don't think Wentz is going to be anywhere close to McNabb level.
1: I think he, he would be better than McNabb, but... Because I mean, McNabb, he had his struggles at one point in this in in his in the league, where he got benched for bad play calling or bad playing, uh, game playing. I think
0: Jalen Hurts gives you all a better chance to win. No,
1: no, if you watch, but his neither stats, of them. If you look at his stats, so but neither see, of
0: look, them are your guy.
1: No, Hurts is not my guy. I like him as a backup, but he's not our guy. Look, I just looked at something like a few minutes ago, where it showed uh, Jalen Hurts stats. Here we go, right here, Hurts. uh, What does this see? Hurts first versus his second half stats. All right. First half, 63 completion percentage, five touchdowns, zero interceptions, 10.1 yards per rush, 123.2 rating, and 54 points overall. Second half stats, 49% completion rating, one touchdown, three interceptions, 3.6 yards per rush, 58.3 rating, 13 points.
0: So he just can't close that good right now. Yeah, he's I a mean, good starter, but he's not a great finisher. Well, this
1: yet. I'm I'm also gonna say like, it is tweaked a little bit with the stats because this is what team like. So th- him, this is just
0: from the last two games, though. Probably, no, this is right? uh, th-
1: these are his, his everything combined. Oh, okay. he's done. So, I mean, yeah, he gave us a spark, but teams didn't have film on him. And like, you get film on him, like look what the Cowboys did. They adjusted their defense because. They've been watching him for the past few weeks, and then they shut him down. So he did good It's not as easy.
0: Or you would. So you. So you could say that it's a little easier to do that. But see, – But you're saying Lamar because you're because people are saying Lamar got figured out. So that's why he's not playing
1: as good because teams know how to stop him. I but, still like him as an athlete,
0: but teams still are having a hard time stopping Lamar though. That's yeah, the because thing
1: because his speed is unreal. For it's a all few about years. perfecting it. Yeah, okay.
0: Hertz just hasn't done
1: that yet. Okay, but Hertz will not be our guy. Wentz is.
0: I don't think Hertz is gonna be the guy, but he can but I think that he can perfect his technique like Lamar has been doing because like teams have started to figure him out so they had to adjust. Yeah. That's what Hertz has to do. I mean could I don't know if he's gonna do it with the Eagles, but in my opinion, Hertz is giving y'all a better chance to win over Wentz right now.
1: Yeah, but that's just because of his overall speed to get out of that shitty O line play of ours. But I mean he's still getting sacked, but
0: the games, Ooh. pull them up. Okay, so, so uh, that's where I'm gonna end this talk with. All right. That's where I'm ending my talk with. Wentz
1: uh, I hate you. I'm not looking at you. I'm not looking
0: at you. All right. All right. So that concludes the game. But we're gonna go ahead and end the 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 first podcast of 2021 with our last predictions of the regular season. Week 17's on its way. And there's a lot of interesting games, a lot of playoff-clinching scenarios. So, uh, I'm going to have Cam run me down the games.
1: Right. I'm going to go in the order they have.
0: Sure, and we'll go ahead and say who we're going to think is going to win, and we'll give our little score prediction as well. All right,
1: the football team and the Eagles.
0: Okay. um, The Eagles are playing to win this game. It's already been said. But I think, the f- I, think I don't know who's playing at quarterback, but ev- no matter what, I, for the football team. It's.
1: Whoever the fuck just played with them last week was Heineke. Them. Yeah. So Alex
0: Smith will, will probably not be playing. I don't think he's playing. If Alex Smith plays, I'll say this. If Alex Smith plays, the football team when, wins. Win. But if Alex Smith
1: doesn't I don't play. Know. I think they're deep. Look, I'm an Eagles fan, okay? Um, I, let me just get my, my score prediction. I'm just going to say this now and get it over with. I think realistically, if the football team's defense shows up, they're going to win like 24 to 17. I think we'll be good in the first half, like we were just reading about Hurts, and then it's just going to get shut down. That's all I have to say on that. All right, well, if Alex Smith plays,
0: the Washington football team wins. If they don't, I say the Eagles win 24-20. to
1: I mean, I it just But depends. if Alex
0: Smith plays, I agree, 24-17. to I, I just think it
1: just depends on if the uh, football team's defense shows up or not. Because, I mean, their defense is fucking scary. But, like, if they're if they dominate the eagles on the in the trenches with the o line and the d line it could just be
0: like a real low scoring game like nine oh, yeah. to like 9 to 3 or something oh
1: yeah realistically it could be
0: but uh i'm just going to say i'm going to say alex smith plays i'm just going to say alex smith plays i'll go washington football team 24 to 17
1: okay all right next the cowboys and the giants
0: cowboys win i think the cowboys find are actually like think that they have a big chance to make it and Washington loses. So I'm going to say the Cowboys play hard and they win. It's not going to be easy, but I'll say 26-19 to 19 Cowboys.
1: All right. I think because the Cowboys always fucking beat the Giants, I think they're – but I don't know. Danny Jones playing? I, I say Dallas wins it like 30-17. to 17. Okay. I, I just think like – I mean, I like Andy Dalton, so like I know they're going to put up points, but – their defense, they're so inconsistent. Like, they've done a lot better than they did in the first half of the season. But I think they finally got adjusted a little bit. But the Giants, they're not, they haven't been that explosive on offense all year. So, like, I think that the Cowboys can hold them to, like, 17 points. All right. And then, yeah, it's just the Giants and the Cowboys. The Giants don't beat anybody. Somehow, they only beat the football team, but they can't beat anybody else. I don't get it. Yeah,
0: and I don't know how they did beat
1: the Washington football team so well. Yeah, all right. Next game, we have Ravens and Bengals. You already know I got the Ravens here. I'm gonna go ahead and say they win, uh, thirty to twenty. Thirty to twenty. All right, I like the Bengals, twenty-seven to twenty-four. I think they play spoiler a lot to Ravens when it comes down to the games. The Ravens. That was game. actually,
0: I think, the same. I think the score was almost similar. The last time that they played the Week that Yeah, Andy Dalton game. just
1: throws the little Hail Mary and then kills the Ravens, uh, playoff hopes with Joe Flacco and them. <laughs> All right. Bengals win twenty seven twenty four. All right, Falcons in Tampa Bay. Uh well, I'm just gonna say Atlanta because Buccaneers are already clinched. So You think they're sitting at people? Yeah. I think they'll play like in the first half and then that's it. If they play.
0: I say the Bucks win thirty five to seventeen. Hmm. Okay, let's see. Jets and Patriots. I got the Jets winning that game, dude. I'm gonna say it's a close one though. I'll say twenty three to twenty Jets. I say.
1: Oh no! So it says right here the giant. I mean the Jets haven't beat the Patriots in New England since two thousand and eight. Yeah, but think about
0: this though. They literally gave up their first round draft pick. Like, right, they won the right, last two right. games. Right, I so think look, they're gonna try to play hard the Jets. last game. Jets
1: win. Twenty to, twenty to ten. Vikings and Lions.
0: Um, the Vikings, they are both done, right? They're both not playing for anything anymore. The Vikings yeah. still have a chance. No, no they're out. The
1: Vikings are seven and nine, or six okay. and nine. My bad. Okay.
0: Um, I think the Vikings are gonna win just because they're the better overall team, and I don't know what's going on with Matthew Stafford and, and all that right now. He's all banged up. So I'm gonna say the Vikings win. Uh. Twenty seven to thirteen.
1: Alright, Browns and Steelers.
0: Um, the Steelers are playing without Big Ben. The Browns still have to play for their playoff lives and they got people back. I think the Browns win this game, but they're not it's gonna be a close one though. I feel like the Steelers are not going down without a fight. So I'm gonna say twenty four to twenty one Browns.
1: Yeah, I can see that. Divisional game. Browns win it by a field goal. All right. Miami and the Bills.
0: Miami still has to win. I think the Bills are starting everybody still because they still have a chance to take the better seed, the top seed. Because then that means they play the seventh seed, and the Bills have the best chance to beat anybody in the seventh seed. Mm. So I do like the Dolphins'
1: defense.
0: Yeah, the Dolphins' defense is nasty. But I'm going to say the Bills still show up, and they crush Miami's dreams. I'm going to say 30-24 to Bills.
1: Hmm. I like Miami. Um. I think two will play decent enough, but I think Miami wins it twenty three to uh seventeen. All right. Um. I feel like the defense is just going to carry them the second half of that game.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Cardinals and Rams. I think that's going to be a low scoring game more than people think. I think it's going to come down to a field goal. I think it'll be. I think it'll be sixteen to thirteen. Cardinals, I think the Cardinals are gonna somehow win and win by small amount sixteen to thirteen
1: i like I like the Rams um I'll say twenty four to twenty I think it's gonna come down to a final drive, and then the Cardinals are just gonna try to try to win it down on that final drive, but they're not gonna get it all right Packers and bears bears win they go to the playoffs.
0: Mitchell Trubisky's been reeling this team back, but I think the Packers play because the Packers still need the the number one seed. They don't want to clinch it yet. I'm pretty sure. So, I'm gonna say the Packers show up and win. Uh, I'll say 24 to 24 to 17. Yeah, Packers. If, so
1: yeah, they don't clinch it yet because actually, they might. When they played each when the Saints and the the Packers played each other, who won? The Packers. All right. So, I'm pretty sure even if the Saints win and the Packers lose, I'm pretty sure the Packers still clinch the first.
0: Well, I I don't think they're sitting everybody. I don't know. if They if they haven't said anything yet, and usually they would say something by now. So, I'm just going to say All the right. Packers win by a touchdown 24-17. Right. I, I, I
1: say the Bears pull an upset, and they win 31-28. I think it would actually be a shootout. I think, you know... Packers' defense been nice, but I think because divisional games are always different, dude. I feel like Khalil Mack's going to have a field day. I feel like Mitch is going to be like, "Haha, ha huh, I told you I wasn't a bus, <laughs> and he's going to do something this game. Because if they go to the playoffs, this changes everybody's point of view about Mr. Trubisky. You can't say the defense just carried him. Now, this year, the offense has been doing something. And they have a run game, finally. So, like, that helps out everything. I think the Bears could win it. I think, right. I think they're gonna shut the fucking cheese heads up. Alright, Seattle and the Niners. Seattle's already clinched the division. Yeah, but they're at eleven and four all right now. They could get twelve and four. Um, I think it's a three way battle right now for the first seed, believe it or not.
0: No, because the Cardinals are eight and seven.
1: Yeah, but the Seahawks
0: And talking- the Rams are also Nine and Six. Are nine and six. And then so the Rams lose and the Cardinals. As the Rams lose, they have the same record, they're nine and seven. And then the other team that's in there is the forty ers who aren't that great. They're so the Seahawks have clinched the division.
1: No, I'm I'm talking
0: about the number one seed. Oh yeah, but they can't they don't they can't get that. Why not? Because See- they don't have the because if the Packers lose, I'm pretty sure the Packers have more NFC wins over the, Se- but over say, the so Seahawks. But say say
1: say Packers lose and the uh the Saints lose, and then Seattle wins. I'm pretty sure they can win the Seattle first.
0: Seattle can get the second seed, maybe. And I'm pretty
1: sure they can still win the first. I'm pretty sure so, they can So win Green Reds. Bay
0: doesn't have the first seed locked up. Let me... So that's why I'm saying Green
1: Bay is going to win 24-17. I'm going
0: to
1: check that right now because this is a good argument. But
0: I still think the Seahawks are winning that game. 28-20. to
1: 20. Nah, I think it's going to be like 17-14. to 14. I mean... The Niners' defense, even with everybody hurt back there, their defensive coordinator is going to get a head coaching job this off season. He has kept that defense to intact without Joey, but Bo- or was it Nick Bosa? And they got all these other players in the secondary that are hurt. Like, dude, they're gonna they're gonna be either an upset team or they're gonna hold the Seahawks to like fucking just barely double digit points.
0: Right, well, I say the Seahawks win 20-20.
1: I like the Niners in the upset. 17, 17, 13, 17, 14. Is that the last game? No, there is still more, actually. Jaguars
0: and Colts. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, the Jaguars are actually their only win on the years against the Colts.
1: <laughs> so we say Jaguars pull upset?
0: <laughs> I'm saying the Jags pull an upset. Yeah. I'm going to say 21 to 17 Jags. Garner and Minshew, 49 to 3
1: Jaguars. I'm calling it <laughs> oh now. my
0: God, okay.
1: If that happens... I is him. that really your prediction? Fuck no! I'll say, I'll say, if Gardner Minshew's starting the game, he is probably because I mean he's the best. I mean, I mean Glennon was playing a little bit too, but yeah, but I mean right, Minshew's look. the best they so, got. So right, if Minshew plays, they win uh, twenty four to seventeen. Actually, I lied. I'll, I'll give him twenty eight to twenty four because I think Taylor. Went, you know, I say Jags, him. Jags upset. Say Taylor 21. runs all over him.
0: Jags, I say Jags upset twenty one to seventeen.
1: So let's see. We have Titans and Texans.
0: Uh Titans win that game twenty-eight to twenty-four. I think the Texans keep it close.
1: So that's how you feel. Alright, I like Titans, uh forty two to like twenty one. I think Derrick Henry or whoever else is gonna be running back there all day and they're gonna fucking feed on that shitty ass run defense. And, yeah, I don't even think it's going to be close. I think all those points you're going to see is going to come towards the end of the game for the um, Texans. All right, let's see. What else we got? We got, uh, We got the Raiders and the Broncos.
0: Honestly, the Raiders have just been, like, they are just the worst second half of the season team, like, I know.
1: I mean, they also don't have a defense. You said Raiders who? And uh, Broncos.
0: I'm gonna say the Broncos win. Uh, Broncos win twenty seven to twenty. Twenty
1: seven right. to twenty one. one. All right. Oh, by the way, back to what I was saying about that first round bye week. So Green Bay can clinch the first round bye with a win or a tie, or Seattle loses or ties. Uh New Orleans can clinch a first round by if they win plus a Green Bay loss and a Seattle win. Uh Seattle can clinch it with uh a win, a Green Bay loss and a New Orleans uh loss or tie. So they're all playing for something. Yes. So there shouldn't be nobody bench. I think they're all fighting for that number 1 seed.
0: Okay. So I stay where I say with I had all those guys winning their uh, games. So, so, so Bears
1: so. are going to pull the upset. All right what I say? Did I even give a score prediction for this? Not team? for Broncos, Raiders. Okay, um, I think the Broncos win it. If I were the Raiders, just get a better draft pick at this point. Fix that defense. Uh, Broncos win it 20-17. I said
0: 27-21 Broncos.
1: Okay, okay. Uh, Chargers and Chiefs.
0: The Chiefs already clinched the number one seed. They're sitting Patrick Mahomes. They've already said it. They got. I got the Chargers winning that game. By a field goal, though, I still think that the Chiefs play even though they're not sitting even though they're not starting think, their main guys.
1: I say Chargers win at 35 to 20. I
0: say Chargers win. Cuz they can put
1: up points. Oh.
0: I'll say the Chargers win 34 to 28.
1: Okay. All right, last but not least, Saints and Panthers. Saints are winning that game. They
0: want to they want the first seed. So, I'm going to say the Saints win 28 to 13.
1: I like Carolina and the upset. I think they're going to finish strong this season. I mean, they beat the football teams. And I mean, I know that's not saying much team-wise if think overall, but that defense of theirs, they were they were having their way with them a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, I think the Saints, Drew Brees has not looked good since the fucking, since coming back from his injury. Like, he didn't even do nothing in that game on uh, Thanksgiving. Let alone any other time. That was a Thanksgiving game, right? No, I, I'm I'm dumb. That was just I, last week. I'm stupid.
0: Yeah, I think it was just last week. Yeah,
1: holy crap. I'm, I, I'm still tired, guys. Um. Yeah, he didn't do nothing that game at all. He just handed it off to Camaro. He threw two picks that game. He didn't do nothing. I think Carolina's just going to take advantage of Breeze while he's a little banged up still. What's your score on that? Uh, I think Carolina's going to win it. 27-17. All right. I'm I'm getting big rocks right
0: now. Yeah, I know you got some bold predictions coming out for this week. I have to. Might as well.
1: It's week 17. (laughs) You're right. Spoiler. It's
0: always the craziest week, too, because, you know, there's all these playoff clinching scenarios happening. All right, guys. Well, this concludes our first podcast of 2021. Thank y'all for watching. This has been Young Gorilla. And this is Damn Cam. And it's the Damn Cam and Gorilla Show. Thanks, everybody. Hey what's going on everybody y'all know what's going down this is young gorilla
1: and this is damn cam
0: and this is the damn cam and gorilla show today we are doing our first uh in-person recording today how you doing today damn cam i'm
1: doing great not hungover you know and i actually ate so i can't say i'm eating now
0: you're the only one who drank last night though so that's true i can't drink so i was just enjoying my night smoking having a good time uh i hope all y'all had a great christmas and a happy new year this is our first podcast of 2021
1: So we get to start it off right with a little.